Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas, like how much Riz is too much Riz. What the heck is Riz? Isn't that a comic? Riz is the Oxford word of the year. Oh, is it? Do you not know what Riz means? No, I thought you'd missed off a J or something. (laughs) (laughs) It's quite good for you. Thank you. Jordan, you've got a bit of Riz on your face. Thanks, Abba. What? What's Riz? What was the other one that was in the... The Oxford, Oxford word of the year is so Riz. It's... it's this I country it's is people, really people say People say that they've got good Riz, and it means that they're, like, good at chatting up people, I think. It's like short charisma. Oh. Oh, oh thank you, Adam. You sounded dead posh charm then. or attractiveness, the ability to attract a romantic or sexual partner taken from the middle part of the word charisma. See, back oh, in yeah. my day, we'd say game. Game. Yes. Yeah, he's got good game in. Yes. He's got good game. But now it'd be... Now it'd be Riz. Riz. Now it'd it's be not Riz. your day anymore, I'm afraid. What do, was, do what? Think, who's got better Riz? <laughs> I'd say William's very charming. William is very charming. When I want to be. When you want to be. What was that, What else was on that list? Um, Oxford word of the year was Riz. It, you, the Situationship. Situationship. Again, really, Oxford? Are they okay? I know many people that are in Swifty. Oh, I'm sorry. Swifty. Do you want a Swifty? <laughs> what? It means, to, it means like, it's a Taylor Swift fan. Right. Okay. A beige flag. I quite like this. A beige flag? Like uh, something Mikey does that's not quite a red flag. Something that's a bit like he picks his nose and eats it. Well, he doesn't do that. He picks his arse and eats it. He doesn't do that. A character trait that indicates that the partner or potential partner is boring or lacks originality. Oh, is that what it means? Oh, Ben. Yeah. 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 I'm waving my beige flag. You're literally in beige, basically, today. And what should you do if tickets to your favourite podcast tour have sold out? 
buy the book. Thank you. And what should you do if you've accidentally sexed your boss? But we're not usual agony answer, are we, William Hansen, the UK's leading etiquette expert? No, we're not, Jordan North, radio presenter. I'm more Botox, you're more hard knocks. And that's from KJ. Uh, shall we have ourselves, thank you, KJ, a gin and bonnet? We've got to say as well, if you hear extra giggling in the background today, or none, depending yeah. on how the episode goes, <laughs> uh, we've got Kim and Helen with us. Do you want to... Sorry. Uh, Kim and Helen are our competition winners. That sounds a bit... They, 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 when we launched the book, we did a competition... With Waterstones. With Waterstones to come and meet us and watch an episode go out. So Kim and Helen have come down from Preston today. Already, you can tell you're in the company of Northerners because Helen said to me, Oh, train driver knew your best mate, Pilks. <laughs> of course he did. Of course he did. Everyone knows Pilks. Right, we're um, doing one part gin, two parts de bonnet. Have you met Pilks? No. Oh, he's, yeah. he's, he's got a little pizza van now. Pilks' pizza? I don't, I don't what? know. What, no, it's called, it's called Red... It, if you're in the Lancashire area and you want like a pizza hiring it's oh it's really good what's it called it's called red rose pizza red rose pizza oh i think it's red rose pizza right pilks you owe us a pizza now it should be called pilks's pizza pilks's pizza that would have been better yeah well he could rebrand anyway um on a serious note jordan for the toast i would like to toast the original we did actually meet her when we went to benadorm sticky vicky who sadly a couple of weeks ago died uh, it's obviously, as we have said, the uh, Sticky Vicky we met is Maria, her daughter. Um, so for original Sticky Vicky, this is for you, Sticky Vicky. Sticky Vicky. My grandma texted me about the sad news. She texted me on Wednesday when it was announced. She said, hi, Jordan. Hope you're well. Just heard Sticky Vicky has died. Tell William. Love you loads, Gmar. Oh, I was waiting for that. To do, I was waiting for a gag there, but... Um... <laughs> Where'd you get your cake? <laughs> Casualty. Casualty. Yeah. No. Um, anyway, very sad. Very sad news. Very sad. We should put on the morning muffs. Oh, yes. We've got black muffs, haven't we? We for do. For the microphones that we wore for the Queen. Yes. Should we do it for Sticky Vicky? Uh, Shall we put on morning muffs for sticks? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, oh. Hang on. Sorry if you're listening. I think it's only right that we put on our black... Oh, God, who's been at that? Oh, I've got for Sticky Vicky, we will put on our black muffs. Yeah. There we go. Um, as always, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexofmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram. That's at sexofmyboss. Or you can write to William, who, in the fullness of time, promises a handwritten reply on one of our luxury greeting cards with executive cell seal envelopes. The address is on the website, sexofmyboss.com. How is your week? How are you? Good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just that time of year, isn't it? Is it? Everyone's a bit stressed. Everyone's ready for Christmas and wants to finish work. I've already started, and I'd like to know how many times you've said this, I've mm. already started with, oh, we'll do it in New Year. Oh, what? Socialising? Just, yeah. oh, well, well, it can wait till New Year. Oh, I started doing that in October. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to sort my garden out. I'm going to do it in New I'm year. sorry? I need to sort my garden out. Right. Yeah. Need to, my bushes <laughs> need trimming and my bush needs trimming and stuff. So You're not me. No. Oh, God. Have you, have you actually since Benadon? <laughs> no, excuse me. I don't need this chat again. Because you could just do it with scissors, you know. <laughs> and Kat would appreciate it. I do. <laughs> It's very 80s, that's all I'm going to say. 
But yeah, it's good. I've um, I've also feel good and rejuvenated, regenerated, re- rejuvenated, rejuvenated. You've regenerated, re- regenerated, rejuvenated. Yeah. Um, at the time of recording, I've, I've just got back from being in Burnley the weekend, so it's always good to in be Berlin, home. Burnley, a Burnley. And I went home had a proper Burnley curry. What's a proper Burnley curry? So you know, like you know, like when you came to my house for a curry, it was, yes, it was a bit posh, a bit fancy, weren't it? Well, it was just a curry. No, it was a bit fancy. This was like proper massive portions, like really spicy, like a proper Burnley curry. And I've, I've missed the Burnley curry. Okay. So I had that. Was um, it from that place you took us when no, we went to Burnley? It no, pa- it was in Paddyham. Paddyham. Yeah, I don't know whereabouts, but yeah. So I've been there and um, I've went to see my brother, sister-in-law and kids. Yes. And we had a really good night. This is Ryan and Kate. Ryan and Kate, yeah. I've been for, now you've heard of the you've heard of the Strictly Curse, yeah. You know the Strictly Curse. What it remind those that don't know so what the Strictly Curse apparently is. Apparently, the people that, <laughs> that go on Strictly Come Dancing yeah. end up falling in love with mm. their partners. There's one going round Burnley, right? The, the CrossFit Curse. Oh, everyone's into CrossFit at the gym, <laughs> right? Kim's nodding her head. She's heard of this. <laughs> And apparently around the East Lancashire Burnley area, everyone's shagging everyone. <gasps> I mean, I mean... Two people have had sex. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So Ryan's not allowed to go to CrossFit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, apparently there's the CrossFit curse. The CrossFit curse. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to be doing and CrossFit. If, if you're listening, don't... Um, if your other half goes to CrossFit, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> it's just in the... It's probably... Do you know, you you know what? You have just ended so many marriages I know, there. I know. Burnley is a very small town, right? And there's probably one person that's gone to CrossFit and had an affair with another person that's gone to CrossFit and that's it now. It's like mm. around the town. It's called CrossFit curse. Wow. Okay. So that's happened. Um, we should be alarmed. I, I, I've said this as well. Mm. Oh, I, w- I went for a run on Saturday morning. Okay, yeah. to CrossFit. No, through Burnley. <laughs> I, honestly, and uh, I felt. I, have you seen the? I felt like Rocky. You know when Rocky's running through? Is it Philadelphia? And I was like, "Hey, Rocky!" <laughs> and they chuck in an apple. Honestly, I felt like. Sorry, I, I haven't seen this film. So he, there's a scene where he's running through. He's running through Philly, and everyone's like, "He's a will. He's like quite a famous." <laughs> He's quite a famous boxer by now. So he's running through and people are high-fiving him and chucking him an apple and this. I ran through Burnley Town Centre. Honestly, I felt like Princess Diana. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reference it needed. They were like, George, all right. I was like, ah. they went, I went to school with your mum. I was like, I, I, I. Oh, honestly, I was buzzing after. Oh, it's good for ego. Honestly, I got my slowest time because I was like, stopping talk to everyone. Oh, bless you. Felt, felt like Rocky. So yeah, I've been back I home. should go back more. Yeah. If you need an ego boost. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. If, if, if I do have children, I will move back home so they get a proper northern upbringing. Okay. Now, how would how would you speak to a, a naughty child? How would you... Well, depend, what, what have they done? How old just, are they and what have they done? They're just playing up. They're eight-year-old and they're just playing eight. up. Oh, and okay. they're running so up they... and about and they're like nearly knocking drinks over in the living room. How would you... What would you say? How would you do it your way? Tarquin, stop that. <laughs> Okay. And would you get down to their level and say, darling... Um, no, not at eight. Darling, because how I've seen it down here is, darling, the adults are talking and you've been... You, you've oh, been, no, none of this. Oh, good. No. You were, you've been very disruptive. No. And, and mummy and daddy are trying to have a chat, so if you could be... St- honestly... Oh, tell me how you're feeling. I oh, wanna, no. I'll, I'm going to go back home and it'll just be like, thought, it turns out they were going to CrossFit together and he'd come home early from work on his lunch break... <laughs> 
and he walked in on them and they were doing it in conservatory in back so conservatory austin i am telling you now if you do that one more time i will come up there or i'll give you the best lever in your life lads can we say this so <laughs> anyway it turns out that he had her underwear on because they were into that and he was still in all his cross sebastian Oh, you are trying me now, lads. One, two, two and a half. It was just like, yeah. And it's uh, you're doing my editing, honestly. So that's why, and I thought this is this is exactly what you need. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I'm I'm probably more attuned to your way of parenting, but maybe with less shouting. But yeah, um, I'm not saying that they're very loved kids and they look after. They're spoiled rotten. Yeah. But yeah. So that was and they've got week. lovely names. Thank you. Austin and Sebastian. How was your week? My week has been absolutely fine. Well, um, I talked about it um, last week, but I was officiating at uh, my friend Adam and Adrian's wedding. Yes. Um, and I've never officiated before. I should just point out I have absolutely no legal authority whatsoever. Uh, but they had actually got married a few days before. So really, I was just, sort of, you know, a bit there for show. Okay. Um and uh, hilariously, I was talking to someone else about it and they're like, oh, they pick you because they, you know, you're the gay friend that will be able to stand up at the front and, and do the officiating. Apparently it happens quite a lot to the gays as you get picked to be the, the celebrant. Because I think gays have a, you know, we have a touch of showbiz oh, about okay. us. And so we're better for sort of coordinating things. And I think I did a, a very good job, generally. Mm-hmm. I think I could actually branch off and I could be available for hire. Be a vicar? Not a vicar, no, a celebrant. A celebrant? Yes. Where you celebrate I unions. thought that were people who don't have sex. No, that's celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you have to say in your celebrantty? I had to welcome everyone together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now please, you know, do, do the church notices, as it were. You know, don't take photos of the bride walking down the aisle. Let the photographers do that. Uh, turn your phones to silent. Uh, they were so doing... you were the MC. No, because the more the MC, I think more comes later for the meal, uh, if you're indeed having an MC. But it, it's, it's, it's what, you know, Tom the Vicar did at... Our wedding, but obviously with a non-religious bent. It's no, <laughs> no reflection on Tom the Vicar. Um, he DM'd me the other day. Did he? He replied to your video of you and your boxes. Oh, did he? He went, I did not need to see this. Oh, how rude, Tom. Anyway. Sorry of yesterday. So what did you say in the, the celebrancy? Well, in, the, in, the, in the service. Mm. Uh, well, I introduced the people that were doing the readings. Uh, I uh, talked about how the couple had met each other. Did mm-hmm. a couple of jokes. How did they go down? Very well, actually. Yeah, it was good. Only did a couple because it's, it is hard because it is your... You, you, they wanted it to be fun, but also it is actually quite a serious service. Can you tell us the jokes? No. Go on. No, because they're, they're personal to Adam go and Adrian. They won't mind. Just one. I can't really remember them, to be perfectly honest. I, I did when I had to go, and I now pronounce you man and wife. And that was in the script. I suddenly realised I do have no legal authority. So I said with absolutely no legal authority... Uh, I now pronounce you man and wife. That got a laugh. Did it? Yeah. So lovely you made their wedding all about you. <laughs> I didn't ask to be celebrate, celebrant. <laughs> I'm joking. That's a very, very sweet Well, it is hard do. because, again, you don't, you don't want to mess it up because that is two people getting married. Yeah. We're it's nervous. It's not like doing a best man speech where it can be joke, joke, joke. And everyone's a bit relaxed by that. That is that is the serious bit. That's what it's all about. It's not about, you know, how many photo booths you have. It's about that bit. Mm. So it was a it was a hard line to toe, but I'm told they did it quite well. I'm sure you were fantastic. Thank you very I'm much. Sure you were. What else has been going on? Well, it's a little bit uh, a little bit worrying. 
um, there's been some musical oddities in my life. Okay. We were driving back from Adam and Adrian's wedding, and Mikey is... I was driving. Mikey was in charge of the music. And he put on Justin Bieber, Love Yourself. Yeah. Who... Th- okay, this is a boy who only listens to musicals. Okay, I am so familiar with every possible incarnation of Defying Gravity that any actress has ever done. And then he put, you think you know somebody, and then they put on Justin Bieber. You can go and love yourself. It was so... It's a great song. But it's not Mikey. <gasps> oh! Oh, I forgot. Mm. You know um, one of Mikey's favourite musical theatre actresses and singers that sang at your wedding? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Small World. Oh, it's a small world. <laughs> um, her other half... Yes. Is I'm working on a documentary with him. Oh, really? We drove from Manchester to uh, London this weekend. Gosh. Yeah, small world. That's and do you know what actually? So Louise Dearman, that was that's the uh, the actress. She sang at our wedding. She sang two beautiful songs: "Rainbow Connection" and um, "Being Alive." Bee Gees. <laughs> no, that's staying alive. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, on... She went on the piano. Ah. <laughs> an acapella version of it. Acoustic, acapella. An acoustic version. Staying alive. Anyway, on the day of our wedding anniversary this year, which was September the 16th, Mike and I obviously went out for a nice dinner in the evening. But during the day, Jonathan and uh, I were in Brighton interviewing my sister Daisy for our Keeping Appearances podcast. Anyway, we finished doing that. We go and have lunch. And this is on my first wedding anniversary. On the table next to me is Louise Dimon, who's yes. saying at our wedding. I think she was with... Yes, your, your, her husband or partner. Partner. Yeah. She was with partner Andrew. Yeah. How weird is that? that he did mention that. It's it was lovely. World. And actually, Mikey was seeing her in concert the next night. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Small anyway, world. hello to Louise German. Um, so what, what's wrong with having Justin Bieber on? It's just odd. It's just it's, odd. It, uh, because it's not, it's not on brand. It's like if... That album got... he brought out a few years ago, it, it, literally every track's a banger. Oh, and people oh. wanted to dislike him because people yeah. thought he was a bit of a brat. And he brought, like, Love Yourself Out and What Do You Mean? And yeah. all. It was, honestly... Sorry. Sorry? Sorry. Right. It was... It, that album was... That is a good album. It was a very good album. Yes, but it's you. not very Mikey. So why is did it? he... Put, you it's like you putting on, I don't know, Mozart... Or something. That's it just would true. be. Uh, excuse me. I've started listening to a lot of Classic FM at the moment. Oh God. <laughs> All right, Granddad. Because I went to a hotel in Devon and they had Classic FM on in every room. Okay. And then I was like, Oh, it's really chilled this. Hmm. So sometimes when I get up in the morning or at weekend, put a bit of Classic on, light a candle. Light a candle in the morning. Oh, it's, it's candle season for me. This. <laughs> I've got a candle on in every house. Uh, in, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> In every room. Which is a lot of rooms. Yeah. Oh, we're not talking about my house today, please. You brought it up. I don't have a big... It doesn't matter, but mm. I'm, I'm really into candles at the moment. Okay, lovely. Yeah. Different yeah. scented candles. I've, I've started using that one that you got me. You and Mike. I didn't get you a candle, I got you hand wash. Oh, so it was Andy Peters. Sorry, <laughs> name <drop. laughs> I'm using the candle that you gave us. Oh, yeah. That's maybe where you're getting confused. Thanks, Andy. Um, for that, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> what? No, so it's can- what, where was I going with that? I don't know. Anyway, Justin Bieber's fine. Yeah. Mm. Artemis, well, tell us about Artemis. Continuing a musical oddity theme, Artemis, my lovely four-year-old goddaughter, uh, is obviously, um, well, she, you know, she's highly intelligent. She's very opinionated. She's obviously going through a few issues at the moment, and um, she she was telling off uh, Ellie, her mother. 
Okay. Because um, again, Artemis has strong opinions. And she was sitting in the back seat and she was telling uh, Ellie how cross she was with Ellie. And uh, Ellie was obviously telling her about, you know, how to manage her emotions, etc. and whatever. And said that actually putting on some music sometimes helps with emotions. So Artemis uh, then has asked for... <laughs> Evanescence, bring me to life, <laughs> and started singing along <laughs> with Evanescence. This is brilliant. So yes, it's a little Hellraiser. Can I just say, mm. Ellie's going to have a lot of problems with her when she's going yeah. for her teenage years, <laughs> which is, which is going to be great. And also, you and Artemis are going to be friends for life. Yes. When you're an old man and she comes around to see her, you are going to, used to have just got this next year connection. Yeah. You are, she's a very, I'm very... taking her to see Frozen next week. Oh, are you? Yeah, that's her Christmas present. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. It better be good. <laughs> it's meant to be really good. No, I know, but if it's not, if Artemis doesn't think it's good, she'll sit there and she'll announce to the entire audience that it's not very good. When I took her to the, I think I've told said this before, when we took her to the zoo last year, um, in amongst seeing all the rats uh, that there were, we went to this like 10 minute puppet show thing. And it's, you know, they've got their like finger puppets on and whatever. And they're like, children, shall we go to the bottom of the ocean? And she went, I don't think so. <laughs> She's very, very opinionated to get on the right, wrong side. Oh, and also this weekend. Yep. Um, as it's being referred to in our house by my husband, it's slightly worrying. Uh, we've got double panto, or as he refers to it, it's our DP weekend, which is um, unfortunate. Um, so we've got that. Uh, and obviously Ben's soiree. Right, thing is, George, we've got two pantomimes that we're going to. And uh, so I've got day off site from lads. So I've got Well, two, it's at the weekend. I've got two, yeah. They do work weekends, Bill. Oh, do they? So, yeah, I mean, they won't work past R4 on a weekday but mm. r3 but yeah you've ruined that joke so let's just move on sorry um, <laughs> anyway so we've got our dp weekend coming up you're not be... coming to ben's birthday so it's i am coming to ben's what birthday. time will you get there four p.m yes that's when it starts isn't it well yeah i mean it starts at four p.m well that's i'm I, that's what the invitation is people to come at like six seven but well yeah. why put four on an invitation we're out doing sainsbury's till half twelve yeah I've got to put my tree up. Well, you can cancel if you want. What time are you getting there? Four. What time are you leaving? So I'm going in two parts. Ben is bookending my Saturday night. So I'm going, I'm going to four mm -hmm. for 45 minutes. 45 minutes? Why don't, you, that's, why don't you just come after Panto? No. Well, I am. So I'll go to there to the start, get the party started. Mm -hmm. Go to Gay Panto. Go back. What time will you be there? Four. After Panto. Well, whenever it finishes. What time does Panto finish, roughly? Uh, I don't know. I've never been, I think it's just a one-act one. I don't know. So you'd be there for nine? Ish. Okay. Yeah, I think it starts at seven. What? You're starting at 4 p.m.? Well, that's when I'm, ar I'm arriving at the venue. Okay, we'll put... You don't, you doors don't, from four. Alex is coming as well, I think. Self-shoot Alex. Self-shoot Alex. That's nice. Okay. Well, I'll be there from four. And then again afterwards. There's literally no point of you coming for 45 No, there isn't. Don't you have made such an issue. Yeah, because it's my 30th... You've invited me to your 35th birthday party in August next, next year. year. Like, Why have that you sent that out? It's a save the date. And, and also, it's the same day as Reading Leeds Festival. Yeah, and it's three, da three days before my 30th, he sends his invite for his 35th birthday in August next year. I think we have and a different guest list. And he's blaming me. Are you... 
Why, why are you having a... I came to your 30th party. Yes. yes. Yeah, but we have a different guest list. You make exceptions Bloody... for your friends that mean something to you. Um, right, hang on. Please. Please. It's all getting very tense. I also agree with Ben. Why are you having a 35th birthday? Because I'm turning 35. This is before your eye goes baggy. <laughs> <laughs> no, hopefully that will be done before then. Okay. I'll, I'll be, it's a new eye debut party. Really. Second point. Bear with us, Gene Davis. <laughs> Why are you having a birthday party that, start, birthday party that starts at 4pm? It's just so people can like drop in and drop out. Right, okay. So but if, we, if normally, we get there for that 6, 7, is that Yeah, that's perfect. That's what I want. That's oh, ideal okay. for me. Right. Then why put four in the you know, we're still... William! Still going to be half time. I let you do your parties. Right, I'll, I'll call it nine. order, order, order. Stop there. Right, okay. Because you know I like... It starts at 7. This William, me, you don't need to come This is me only Saturday off. I'm going to watch the football. Yeah. <laughs> Then I'll have a little nap. Falls yeah, and horses. Perfect. <laughs> I like my little Saturdays at home. Right. I will be there from four. Okay. It doesn't start till seven. Is everybody else? Do we? Right. It's just, it's just nice that Jordan, okay. you're making the effort. Thank you. <laughs> who, are you not, going to, who are you going to panto with? Joe and Luke, Will and Freddie. Right. The ones that were invited to the titty bar a few weeks ago. If you remember that. Okay. Right. Is this the one with Dawn French in? No, that was last year. Jennifer Saunders is right, the day We need after. to move on. Um, this has gone on long enough. Right. Should we, we go all... on to Jordan's jolly joke of the week? Are we, are we all friends? Say, love you, Ben. Ben, I love you, and I'm going to miss you so much. Yeah. Ben, say. I love you, William, and I'm going to miss you so much on Saturday. <laughs> I'm bloody being there. <laughs> Come oh. after. Right, jolly joke of the week. <laughs> Here's the jingle. If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat with our Jordan. And if a giggle is what you seek, you're sure to love Jordan's jolly joke of the week. Cha-cha-cha. I'm worried about what I can and can't read. And by the way, <laughs> half of these have, uh, mm-hmm. have been sent in from Gene Devers. Uh, how are... <laughs> this is from Sammy. Okay. Sammy Reed on Instagram. How are the films... Titanic and the Sixth Sense alike. I don't know. I'll tell you the punchline after the break. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, Gene Divas, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, Today's Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week has been sent in by Sammy on Instagram. <laughs> she says, how are the films Titanic and The Sixth Sense alike? The films. Mm-hmm. I see dead people. <laughs> I think that's okay. I think that's fine. Think that's Is that okay? There's yeah. enough time. I see dead people. I, the films. Yes. The films. Okay. Well, and I in mean, reality as well. Titanic happened. <laughs> it's not a documentary, but it's, it's the next best thing. <laughs> Uh, it's amazing that Leo DiCaprio survived that. Yes. Um, trying to find another. Okay. This is a good one. I've no name on it, but it's just, uh, Hi, Jordan. Short and sweet joke for your podcast. What do you call a man with no legs? I don't know. Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Having fun so far, Kim and Helen? <laughs> yeah. Shall we go on to the listener problems? Yes. This is from Anonymous. Hi, William and Jordan. Last week, I had my great nan come to stay with us for the weekend because we hadn't seen each other for a while. We did the usual catch up, but then she asked me a question I never thought I would hear. She asked, could you set me up on Tinder? I'd quite like to have a look on there. I didn't set her up on it, mostly because I didn't think it would end well. My question is, what should you do if an older family member asks to set them up on a dating app? Lots of love, Anonymous. There's a there's a there's an older dating app for over fifties. Is there? I'm sure there is. Nanda or something? What's it? Nanda. <laughs> Randa. Not Granda. Granda. <laughs> there, there is. That's the gay app for better class of people. There's um. I, I'll just Google it now. So I would say there's an older saga match. Old. It's is it older dating app? Uh, date my age. I'm just looking at the senior dating ones. eHarmony. Isn't that an older one? I think that's for everyone. Oh, here we go. Look, silver singles. Silver singles. Senior dating, senior match, uh, cougar dating, older women app. I don't okay. know. Singles that. 50. There's loads. Yeah. Our time. Our time. Well, not much time. There's a few. That was a joke. So I'm only joking. There's a few. I don't think there's... Look, Anonymous, I, if, I, presume, I presume you're... you're not much time would is. be a good dating app. Yeah. <laughs> It might as well. That'd be yeah. another good one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be weirded out that your great nan is wanting to be on the dating. I'm just single. I mean, it's just that's how people meet now. And yeah. I know we like to think that sort of no generation above us has ever had sex, but that's obviously not how it works because otherwise you wouldn't be there. So I would um, just help her. Be nice. It's a good conversational thing to do as well. Yeah. And yeah. It also better make sure that you set it up properly and her settings are set correctly than she tries to do it, potentially, if we're being stereotypical with older people, doesn't get the technology right and does something wrong. You might as well help her be safe on it. Mm. So um, I would I would yeah. swallow your pride and help her, help her. Everyone's entitled to love. Oh, stick that on a T-shirt. 
That's nice. Ben will now. You know what he's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll be selling them in January. And I'm surprised Helen and Kim hasn't <laughs> been sold any merchandise since they've been here. Uh, still time. He's already gone mad because we've given him a free book. <laughs> I can't believe I'm the one that gets that. I haven't said a word. Ben would set up his grand on dating app, but he's sold her. Oh, she's actually passed away this that year. Was, so. I just realised that was recently. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We'll cut this. It's fine. <laughs> keep this in. I am so sorry. I, I realised as soon as I said keep this in. Yeah, I'm she's, so... she's being interred uh, at the start of next year. I am so... Are you going to be there for that? Uh, no, because I'll be in South America. You're right. getting her stuffed. No, interred. What one was that again? Interred is when you put your ashes put on the ground. Uh, ben, I'm so sorry. What was your nan called? Delphine. That, I'm so oh, that's sorry. A that's a lovely name. name. Oh, that was a very bad joke. But it was because he'd sell his nan, you know, because he sell like. I know, it's, let's a, it's a term of phrase. This is from Cindy. Hello, William Jordan, EPB. I have an etiquette question about gift giving. My husband and I have been together for over 25 years and we always have this discussion at this time of year. My husband insists on giving me a gift list for things he wants. He asks me for a list of gifts I want too. I think it's fine for us to consult our wish lists via Amazon, but making it mandatory seems rude. I consider myself a great gift giver. I make note of interests and items people talk about wanting. If I can only buy from his list, it takes the fun out of giving him a gift. And I think if I have to make a list of gifts I want, I may as well just go buy them myself there is no thought or care as he has to put into it what do you think is it rude or do you prefer the list approach many thanks cindy goodrich uh, i i can see both sides cindy i think a, a christmas list is a good idea mm -hmm. but i don't think you have to uh you shouldn't expect people to buy from it it's just a here is a list of the sort of things i like and this might inspire you to get me something that's a good idea mm. yeah but it's also for people like me that aren't Great givers. Are you not? <laughs> <laughs> not from what I've heard. Grow <laughs> up. Or felt. Uh, experience. <laughs> oh, well. I'm not a great gift giver, so I'd like right. people to tell me what to get them. So I think it's fine to um, have a bit of a list, but you can go off piece and get them a little surprise. Don't yes. take it to heart. Yeah, but I think lists are helpful. What's your mum want this year? New cigarette holder? <laughs> Just champagne. More champagne? Yeah. Champagne? Christmas champagne? Is that all no, she wants? No, actually, my mother is the last person I've got to buy for. What does she want? I don't know. Well, she, her list is terrible. What's on it? Oh, it's just awful. Oh, oh no, I do know what I'm getting her. Oh, can you say? No. She don't listen. Go on. No, no, but she might be told. Because oh. people that she works with lis listen, so I don't know. I, I mean... Oh, is it champagne? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is this for... Uh, yes. She works. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't work, I volunteer. I have not worked since I met my husband in the 80s and I am a lady of leisure. I play tennis on Tuesdays. Mondays. Mondays. <laughs> is it actually Mondays? Yeah. <laughs> when I first met her, she was in a tennis gear. Yeah, yeah she does tennis yeah. twice a week. Does she do it twice a week? Does she? Mondays and Wednesdays. How's a tennis wrist? Yes, good. Is it good? Tennis elbow, you a normally get. Elbow. Yeah. My dad has a tennis elbow. Does he? And he's never Doesn't played even play tennis. tennis. <laughs> right. Anyway, right, come on, let's move on. This is from Catherine. Dear William Jordan EPB, I have a bit of a moral dilemma. I work locally and tend to run into clients when I go out into town. Sometimes I just want to be able to go out about my tasks and errands without having to stop and chat with anyone. I have an identical twin sister and wondered what the etiquette is if I want to impersonate her and just shrug my shoulders and say, 
Sorry, I don't know who you are. It would certainly save a lot of time and I could blame any questionable outfit choices on her. I don't think my sister would mind, but do you think I should give it a go? Many thanks, Catherine. No, because I think even with identical twins, there is, there is a way of telling. Well, I have a... Can she pretend to be her identical sister? Oh, yeah, my two mates, Ash and Ollie, get this all the time. Okay. Yeah, and they just sometimes pretend to be the other person because it's easier than going. I would say it's a two-way street, Catherine, so if you are going to do it, you've got to get your sister's permission and then she has to get your permission that she can pretend to be you. Sorry, someone's just oovering outside as we... I said, we might as well be on Piccadilly Circus with this podcast. Um, did you see that really fucked up TikTok? Right, it was a twin. It was a two twin girls, right, mm. and her boyfriend was round, and the non-girlfriend twin was like cuddling him on the sofa, and he was like watching telly and playing with her hair and like you know giving her a little tickle and stuff, mm. and he didn't realise. <laughs> He didn't realise that it wasn't his girlfriend, it was the identical twin. And she's like filming herself in selfie mode. And I was just like, this is really fucked up. That is weird. It is, isn't it? No, my algorithm has not given me that. <laughs> <laughs> Neither mine. My friend showed it me. Oh, I see. <laughs> I need to stop Googling twins. Okay. Oh, Jordan! <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. This is from a long-time listener. Hi, gentlemen. My friend constantly arrives too early for events. Oh, if only. On numerous occasions, we will arrange to meet... At... <laughs> we will arrange to meet... We're not going to be friends at the end of this episode. No, we're not, no. This has been a very chaotic episode. At an event at a certain time, but I will receive a text message 45 minutes beforehand telling me she has arrived. Ugh. She... <laughs> she always says, no hurry. <laughs> literally you yeah i say no rush but yeah but i always rush my final preparations and end up at yep. the event with damp hair or forgetting something in the rush yep. we've spent so many wasted hours waiting in the cold for establishments to open i'm always punctual myself but arrive five minutes beforehand so i know she's not compensating for me being late as i am writing this we are due to meet at a restaurant for lunch that doesn't open its doors for another hour but she sent me a text saying she's waiting outside instead of my usual response of i'll be there as soon as possible I've replied, see you, in a, see you in an hour as planned. I now feel like I'm being rude, but have decided to write to you and ask your advice instead of rushing around to meet her earlier. Oh. How can I handle this situation in the future? Thank you. Kind regards. A long time listener. There's a lot of passive aggressiveness going on. This makes you look normal. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't text you a full hour before. I, I love that. What was it? Uh, I'll be there. Uh, see you in an hour as planned. That's, yeah. a, that's a very William Hansen response. Did you yes. ever talk about the time when I first had my housewarming party and you text me an hour before it was due saying, it's just a bit early. I'm in Not the... an hour. It was half an hour. It was an hour. It was half an hour. It was an hour. It was half an hour. I'm just in the prep before, um, around the corner, but no rush. I went, oh, you can come now and I'll show you around if you want. And it, or before he even sent it, he already replied, I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, no, no, no. You had messaged me saying, if you are early, you can come now. Because I knew you'd be early. And I was. Right. Okay. Um, what's the correct way? I think you handle it both. Yeah, look, I mean, I'm a, people being late is irritating. But in this instance, as you have said, long-time listener, you are not being late. You're turning up on time. You turn up five minutes beforehand, which is absolutely fine. Um, so I do think your friend is being a bit OCD. But actually, you could talk to her and say... You know, she's obviously worried about. She, 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 I would say she's probably lonely because she's worried about people not turning up for things and her missing out on things, which is why she wants the reassurance that you are there because she's obviously looking forward to your company, and thus she's looking for some reassurance and perhaps overcompensating. So I would actually have a talk with her. Okay, 
That's good advice. In my opinion. That's really good advice. Or just like, I, I sometimes like getting somewhere early mm. and having a drink on my own. Yes. I love having a pint on my own. Do you? Yeah. Oh, well, Ben will be having quite before, a few pints on his own this weekend. Before you've... <laughs> no one's <laughs> turning up. Horrible. Because no one knows what time it starts. Well, ben, there'll well, be loads of people there just well. to see me and William, if anything. So. <laughs> What's the thing? <laughs> We're the draw. That's why he's getting so oh, animated. That would be horrible. That is horrible. It, it's it, just every, every year, like the last three years. Last year was train strikes. No one came. The year before that, COVID. Did COVID. you invite me last year? Yeah, did you have a party last year? Yeah, I'm not aware of that. Oh, sorry, I forgot to invite you. Well, that's at Ben, and that's fine, and that's your prerogative. Yeah. I mean, it is in a brewery in East London, so it's not exactly your... I've got to set off in five minutes to get there. I mean, his is in, was in the bloody top of a building in central London, so I have to part with that. Yeah, he took us up the Shard. <laughs> wasn't the Shard. I took you up in the Sky Garden. Oh, well, it was a very good joke, so... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a joke. This last one is from Justin and Marketa. Oh, Marquetta. Hey, William and Jordan. My wife and I have just been invited to a few Christmas parties this holiday season. They're obviously American. What's the etiquette for a host gift versus a regular Christmas gift? Oh, we regularly question. exchange Christmas gifts with our friends, so we do give them a host gift for the party and then a regular Christmas present closer to the day. Or do we just do the Christmas gift? Thanks, Justin and Marquetta. Justin and Marquetta. I don't know if you have it over there, but get them a Debenhams voucher. I don't think they are actually American. I think I was being... Oh. That's okay. aggressive. Uh, get to them be fair, Debenham's we... is shut, isn't it? Yeah, I've just realised. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I do think in some circumstances, vouchers are good. Mm. Like a housewarming party, a nice... Mm. If you know it's voucher. from a shop that they like, absolutely fine. You know, if you like, oh, it's a Fortnum's gift voucher, great, lovely, they love Fortnum's. Or they go to John Lewis or M&S or whatever. I love a Blue Cross sale. Yes, mm. I can see. Look. If you can afford both, obviously do both. That's lovely. If you can't afford both, then you just give one and you go, this is your Christmas gift. As long as you are bringing something. Just take, yeah, I don't think you need both. I disagree, William, there. I, I, I think one gift and it could be just, so say you take a nice wine round as a, ho as a hosting gift. Yeah. Take mulled wine round. Mulled, mulled <laughs> say wine, that three times mulled, quickly. Mulled wine round. Yes. And take that round and have it as a... Take that round. Take, oh. All three of them. Just something Christmassy. <laughs> or say you're going to get um, a, 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 a house ornament, get them a Christmas ornament. Something Christmassy. Yeah. I, even now, the smell of mulled wine knocks me sick. Do you like it? Well, I drank it when I was 14, didn't I? Did you I, have to have your <laughs> stomach pumps? I didn't have to have my stomach pump, but I nicked it from back of the cupboard. Oh. I drank it with Chris Becker on Park. And, <laughs> I mean, mulled wine's meant to be warmed. Ooh, even the smell of it now. No, I don't like it. Bacardi and mulled wine. As my, as my uh, friend and colleague Joe says, she's, hot wine, why? Why? Hot it's a, wine, it's weird. It's a fair point. Yeah. It's just, you know, now when people have it in that little witch's pot thing. Cauldron? No, they, they put it in like that to make it look fancy. Yeah. I'm like, Ugh. Mm. I, what you could do, though, is you take a present, which is their Christmas present, to the party, and then you write them a thank you letter for the party, which obviously you should be doing anyway, any time of year. That's what you can do. Okay. That's my advice. Well, I think that's very good advice. Uh, obviously, we've got the weekend release on Friday, yep. Jordan. Um, but what is coming up next week? Next week, we've got two huge final episodes of 2023. Oh. There's going to be some festive surprises that may involve dressing up. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be very, very good. And we're rounding off the year with another Fistmas special. Oh, Fistmas. Fistmas time. Again, we have had a few new listeners Mistletoe this year. Mistletoe and Should we just... Do 
just explain what Fistmas is. Uh, Fistmas was um, a listener who wrote into us last year. T- no, like was it two, two or three. years ago. Potentially three. No, it was t- two, it was three years ago. We had a listener who said we have friends around at Christmas. We call it Fistmas, friends at Christmas. Yes. And I said that's brilliant. So uh, we're, we're going to have another Fistmas special, and we might be handing out some end of year awards. Oh, since we never win any. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Uh, this is my joke in the production meeting, but thanks. You steal it. Production meeting. Yeah. Ben, ben, knelt down, ben knelt down with his laptop and talked to us for a few things. I thought we weren't going to talk about that. <laughs> ben kneels down before us at the start of every... Yes. Um, yes, okay. So, uh, Kim, Helen, have you enjoyed watching? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Have you, yeah. you learnt lots? Yeah. yeah. Yes, once more with sincerity. <laughs> Kim, Helen, have you enjoyed it? Yeah. There you go. Good. Great. It's northern sincerity for you. They're from Blackburn. Yes. Yeah. Are you all related? Sure, no, I think so. Blackburn. <laughs> and, Might be. Yeah. Blackburn. 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 They don't. Do you have a Blackburn? Is that yeah, how you speak? In? Yeah. yeah, but is that how you speak in Blackburn? Yeah, yeah Blackburn. With a with a rolled R. Going on at Ewood. Watch, got, watch Rovers. Rovers. So I say this: Blackburn's more like that. Blackburn. Rovers. That's a bit Somerset. And Burnley's more like. We're going to watch Burnley. Okay. It's a bit like that. It's a bit like difference. that. And then Preston's a bit harder, I think. Go on, give me a Preston accent. Preston accent. Aricha. Aricha. Cha. Cha. Anyway. Well, how lovely. As always, you can listen every Tuesday and Friday. You can watch us on YouTube on Wednesdays and Fridays. And you can share us on your socials all week. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexofmyboss.com. Or you can tweet or send us a message on Instagram at sex of my boss, or you can write to William, who in the fullness of time promises a handwritten reply in one of our luxury greeting cards. We've executive self seal envelopes. The address is on the website, sexofmyboss.com. See you on Friday. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hello Gene Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.